Welcome to the Kidmen Huddle, part of the Kids Matter Podcast Network. Gather round, Kidmen leaders, and be encouraged and equipped as you build the kingdom. Now here's your host, Amber Pike. Welcome back to the Kidmen Huddle. Today is September 1st. I record before the day that it comes online. And it's a very exciting day because today is release day for my new book, The Family Cookbook Devotional is finally out. And I am so very pumped about this book for a pretty obvious reason. Because to me, this book is a win. Now, the title of this podcast talks about a guaranteed win. And if you have been in ministry for longer than a minute, you know there are no guaranteed wins. You can do an event or an activity, whatever, and it be a success. They love it. And then you can do it again the next time and it bombs. There really aren't guarantees in the ministry. I had one instance when I first started out, I showed a clip of a VeggieTales movie during a lesson and my older boys in the class started whining and, oh no, VeggieTales, it's not cool. We don't like VeggieTales. I chose to use this because I knew how big of a fan some of my kids were of VeggieTales. They loved it. But because the older boys were like, no, it's not cool. We don't like VeggieTales. The rest of the class followed suit and that day was a bomb. Now, I'd also like to mention that some of the little boys that started echoing what they heard from the older boys were actually wearing VeggieTales shirts that day. But things bomb. Things you think are going to be the big, the biggest success flop every once in a while. But for me, the family cookbook devotional was actually birthed because of a win. Several years back, I wanted to do some things to help my families engage in the Word of God together. Take-home papers weren't cutting it for us. Emails with resources, nope. Newsletter, nope. Um, sending things home even wasn't really picking up traction. So I decided to make something creative. I made a pizza kit and I got pizza boxes, made a cute little logo, put on the box, filled the box with ingredients to make a pizza, all except for fresh cheese, and then wrote a devotion that went with it. And then I offered a dollar splat ball as a prize if your family did the devotion and sent me a picture. I had about a 90% response rate that first weekend of families that did their devotion. And I don't think it was just because they wanted a egg-shaped splat ball. The families enjoyed making a pizza together and getting in the Word of God. So all right, this was a win. What did I do next? As every children's minister who has a win does, I planned another one. And the next one was a cake mix. So they were very creatively making a cake and I made a devotion to go with that. And same thing. I had families doing it. They loved these cooking devotions to where every time I did one, now I I didn't do one every week, Um, maybe once a quarter, but probably not even that regularly. But when I did it, the families engaged. I would start getting pictures sometimes 
that day. I would send kits home on a Sunday, and then by Sunday afternoon, I was starting to get pictures. And to me, this was a win. Because it was something that moms and dads wanted to do with their kids. It wasn't just a take-home paper that is going to get shoved in the floorboard of the van and forgotten about until it's time to clean the car. They were engaging in the Word of God. They were having fun together. So because it was such a win for my families, I wanted to make a book of it. And the wonderful people at Rose Kids Publishing, they saw, yeah, this is going to be good for families. And today is the day it is out for purchase. This book is beautiful. My editor, Karen McGraw, is amazing. And she took this idea that I have and made it gorgeous. There is this cute, like old-fashioned kitchen gingham on all the pages. The artwork in here, there's photos of the food and it is beautiful. My son the other day flipped through it. He's like, oh, that looks good. Oh, that looks good. It just, it looks fun. It looks, the food looks so good. Like you want to, yeah, I want to make that. That looks delicious. Now for me as a mommy, yesterday was the day that it was a win. We got the books in. I get them a little bit early since I'm the author and Reed wasn't really too interested in it. He's like, oh, cool. Hey, that looks yummy, but not really a big deal. Like eh, mom wrote a book, whatever. But he wanted to make some banana bread. The kids like making banana bread. We have to take turns. That's, you know, challenging at times. But we made the banana bread yesterday. And we get it in the oven. They take their turns. The bread's in the oven. And then Reed sits down and he grabs the book and he starts reading the devotion, which I was all for. And it was cute because his face lit up as soon as he started reading because he figured out where the devotion was going, how banana bread was tying into the word of God. And he was so excited to figure out how this yummy treat that we just made is being tied to the Bible. And then he started looking through the book and he got excited, more excited than I've ever seen him for anything mommy has done because I'm just mommy. I'm not that cool, right? And he goes through the book And then he goes through it again. And then he takes it to his room and he comes back. He marches back with the book is full of bookmarks now of all the things that he wants to try. And he can't wait. He can't wait to try it. Not just because it's yummy snacks, but he was excited that it told about God. So for me, it was another win. It was a win that as a parent, my kid was excited about the word of God. Now, Riley, I think, was more excited that we added chocolate chips in the banana bread. But she's still four. So what makes a win for you? What classifies the win? What determines the win? And do you have that in mind when you do things, when you send resources home, when you have um, lessons planned or events planned? What's the win? And know that it's not always going to be a win. And what might be a win for one family is a no for other families. Because while Reed was all about this book, I might have another kid in my church who, well, I don't like to cook. That doesn't sound fun to me. And that's okay. 
because God made us different. I like to cook. That's why I wrote a cookbook devotional. But not everyone is that way. So I encourage you, Kidman leaders, when you are looking for resources to send home to families, when you are planning your lessons, picking out curriculum, working on events, keep in mind, not all children are the same. Not all families are the same. They have different likes and dislikes and interests. They have different rhythms in their family. So have some variety. Maybe you want to do um, a cooking devotion, by the way, if you go to Rose Kids, you can look on my Facebook or my Instagram. Right now they're giving away two sample chapters of this super fun book. Uh, it has the pizza devotion as one of the giveaways, which is exciting. Maybe you want to send him something that families can cook together. And then maybe you want to try some music. Maybe you want to give away a devotion. Or maybe you're going to create a game that they can do together. Find out what's a win for your families. What's a win for your kids? But remember, you got to do some different things because it's not always a win for every child. I do this in my lessons. I pretty much write a good portion of my lessons. And I'm really intentional about variety. Because not all kids like the same things and not all kids learn in the same way. We have different learning styles. There's different intelligences, even different. It's called learning smarts. Some kids really like group work. Other kids hate it. Some kids are very artistic while other kids would rather write. Um, Some respond well to games while others music. And I try to give my kids the freedom to participate in what they want to, but I don't force them to. For instance, my dear little guy, he does not like to sing and dance. He likes the sound of music. He's very happy to just listen to it, but do not make him dance. So on, on Sunday, we had a little bit of extra time two weeks ago, and we pulled up some new songs from Doorpost. They have brand new worship songs out. They're awesome. And my four-year-old, she loved it. Um, parents came to pick up and my husband is out filming her because she's standing in there and she's doing the motions of a song she just heard and it was adorable. But not my son. Mm -mm, Don't make him dance. So add variety in each lesson, not just per lesson, but within your lessons, within your events, within the resources you send home. Add variety. Have different things to fit different people. Because that's really what's going to give you the win. Not everyone's going to love every single thing. But if you're intentional about trying to reach as many different people, to connect with as many different kids and families, that's going to be the win. As always, you want to keep evaluating. Does this work? Is this well received? Do they like it? Are they engaging? And make the tough decision when you need to scrap something because it's not working. It's not effective. Pay attention to what your kids like, to what your families are asking for, what sorts of things that they like and they want to engage in because our goal is to make the word of God come alive for boys and girls, to partner with parents, helping them to be obedient to their command to shepherd their children at home. We want to see kids in a lifelong, authentic relationship with Christ. That's the ultimate win. And God allows us to help him to be a part of his plan 
to grow his kingdom. Remember, Kidman leaders, what you do matters. <laughs>